friends, thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. This is a Fort Worth podcast about our community's creators, and you can find us on all your favorite streaming services like Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. Just look for Fort Worth Roots. We also have a YouTube channel. You can find us just by searching Fort Worth Roots. And you should check that out. These videos are uh, becoming more of a priority as more and more people turn to our YouTube channel. If you do have YouTube, and I'm pretty sure you do, go check us out. Give us a like, subscribe, and hit all the little buttons that'll identify whenever we have a new episode released. We do try to put these out congruently with our videos. Sometimes the videos show up about a day late because it takes so long to get them put together. But we do try to make sure there's video for each and every one of these episodes. Some quick announcements. July 15th, join our Funky Panther podcast boys over at Panther Island Brewing as we celebrate their 100th episode. This starts at 7 p.m. and you're invited to attend for the festivities. So mark it on your calendar. That's July 15th. So if you've been listening to the show, you've also heard me kind of hinting around in an event uh, that we wanted to put on for the Fort Worth Roots podcast. And I've got enough details now that I'm comfortable talking about it. So mark on your calendars our event, our 100th episode release party, Saturday, September 10th from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. at Pouring Glory. They're just off of Main Street in Fort Worth, about one city block east of Main at Southside, if you know where that's at. That's Pouring Glory. That's going to be Saturday, September 10th. 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. We'll be celebrating our 100th episode, and as of right now, it looks like we're going to have four local bands performing on the outdoor stage. We're going to have various vendors and a little pop-up style market there in the outdoor area. Pouring Glory is going to be providing a special event menu for the party along with discounted drink prices, and we'll be giving away free swag for those of you that come out to show your support. Everybody is invited. We want we want the entire city of Fort Worth to show up, so mark it on your calendar and drag as many friends as you can out here. I promise you it's going to be a great time. Uh, as we get closer to the event, the more details will come out. I'll have the band names for you, uh, the vendors that are going to be at the market, uh, and anything else that kind of pops up in between now and September 10th. That is on a Saturday. The weather is going to be perfect. I promise. (laughs) So for a very long time, I have stated that I am going to wait until the 100th episode before I start looking for sponsorship for Fort Worth Roots. Now, with this event coming up September 10th out there at Pouring Glory, I wanted to make sure that this event goes off great for you guys. I really want it to be you know, next is spectacular. I'm shooting for the moon here. So I went ahead and started looking for sponsorship so that we can do just that. And I want to make sure that you guys know that whenever I'm looking for sponsors, I'm out there looking for top in the industry, people that have the best relationship with our community. They've got great reviews. You can tell that they're a a respected entity. So, and that I'm going to do my own research and make sure that the people that I'm leading you towards whenever we do these sponsorship ads um, are people that you want to do business with and somebody that I want to work with as a, a friend of the Fort Worth Roots podcast. So with all that being said, you already know our first sponsor. He's been on the show twice. He's the one that put on the River Oak Spring Fest car show, and he's the owner of Roofing Solutions by Darren Haupt. And I couldn't think of anybody better to help us kick this whole thing off. If you go to Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck's website, that's roofingsolutionshouck.com, you can read off their little mission statement. Roofing Solutions can help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck is locally owned and operated. We're insured and have the experience to carry out most roofing projects. Roofing Solutions will work with you and your insurance company to get your roof replaced properly. We offer free consultations to help you understand all the products that may have 
entered the marketplace since your last roof purchase, such as impact-resistant composition shingles, energy-efficient roofing systems, metal tile, and slate options. And you can go to the website and you can read that yourself, but the important part is I know Darren. I've met just about his entire family. Um, he's been on the show twice. This is somebody that I trust. And you don't have to take my word for it either. You can look at the ratings uh, that he's gotten on different platforms. He's very well trusted in our community. He's earned the respect of everybody he's worked with. And those are the kind of people that I'm looking for whenever I reach out for sponsorship. I want you guys to know that I am not going to just be taking on anybody that'll hand Fort Worth Roots uh, a check for sponsorship. We want to make sure that the reputation of the people that we get involved with is already established with our community and uh, these are people that you can clearly trust. So Darren Houck at Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck definitely fits that bill. They've been doing this for a long time. Darren's father was uh, in roofing before this, and he actually was the first person to win an award. And I can't remember the name of this. Darren was telling me about it. Uh, but the Better Business Bureau gives a uh, an award for like integrity. And no roofing company had ever earned that award and Darren's father was the first one to be awarded this uh, by the Better Business Bureau. So these are the kind of people you're messing with whenever you call up Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck. And uh, cannot thank them enough for uh, taking a leap of faith and supporting our show. This is the kind of stuff that's going to make Fort Worth Roots uh, a household name in our community. So Darren, thank you. So if you got any kind of roofing situation going on or you just got questions or you might need something uh, replaced in, here in the near future, if you just want somebody to come out and inspect it, give these guys a call. It's 817-882-6520. That's all the announcements. Stay tuned to the very end of this. We've got some music from our guest today who is a local hip-hop name that uh, you're going to run into eventually if you're in the hip-hop community here. He got his start at 97.9 The Beat Crew, which is a local hip-hop radio station. We get into a lot of different stuff, very fringe activities. This was somebody that was suggested to us by listeners of the show, and uh, we had to have him on. And I'm really glad that we did because this opens up a whole other can of worms of that we really haven't gotten into yet. The hip-hop community feels kind of underrepresented, so it's it's great to have our guest on today. He goes by a lot of different aliases, and I'm not sure which one you're going to know him by, but he's been called Boy Wonder, Pistol Pete Rose, and Mark Spitz. Please give it up for our guest today. Thank you all for being here, and let's start the show. <laughs> We hot right, are we hot right now? Yeah. Nice. And I've, I've made it 20 minutes before with uh, somebody sitting here talking to them, and they're like, are we recording right now? <laughs> I love it. And uh, that that's, like oh. I told you, it's if you got a burp, dude, you burp, and I'll and, cut it out later if I can. <laughs> well, yeah, and I hope my, my laughs aren't going to be too obnoxious. No, um, no. My laugh is the one that probably bothers everybody, <laughs> I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's super <clears throat> laid back, but I, I got to tell you again, I appreciate you being here. I it's not lost on me that people don't have to do this, so thank you for your time. For sure, Andy. Paul talks so much good about you. He's like, you got to have my boy Mark oh, on. So. Dude, yeah. It's a blessing for them to have, uh, to have given you that referral. You know, given me that referral. I don't know how, how that... <laughs> well, <laughs> but yes, yeah. it's it's a net win for both of us because uh, I got to digging through your material. And you're an adventurer, man. You've been doing some stuff like your whole life, so... Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And I've... 
I've been around. I've been I've been around. That's why like my, my coworker he was like, "You've got this weird like six degrees of separation with like all these customers <laughs> at that pool spot." Yeah, I, I I worked in the pool industry just a little bit too before um doing the sales stuff i couldn't continue out there in the field it was just not fun anymore yeah <laughs> i'm in a really good position now that's awesome um i probably wouldn't be here because i wouldn't have met paul right um, yeah. and late to the station and you know yeah. the whole the whole nine to to bring me in contact with you andrew Cheers, so man. um you know that's uh, that's how it all seems to work out right yes and no more living pay well I want to, I don't want to say that but at the moment not living paycheck to paycheck anymore yeah. which is like pretty much a, f- a first for me yeah. which like feels <laughs> good to be able to pay the bills and not have to stress uh, I mean there's there's obviously a little stress oh, sure. here and there but it's like being able to pay the bills comfortably is like it's it's different right yes I mean because I I lived like that most of my life as well mm-hmm. and it's you're living in a constant state of panic you know because yes. you just don't know if you're going to be able to keep the damn lights on next month yes that's, yeah i get and, that and, and i've been kind of living the bachelor life for most of most of my adulthood but um yeah even then it's like paying the bills could be <laughs> yeah. it's no joke so um, before the pool business i'm gonna yes let's go I'll, yeah i'm gonna get off, us off track off, here yeah, just now we, you know i'm sure you need to be doing some cutting and chopping <laughs> here um no this yeah, is that's it's kind of we conversation we, gold yeah we can we can draw this sort of like pool connection with paul and late to the station back to your uh, initial interview with them which that was a great that was a great interview i'm too. glad you got to um, hear that because i i really enjoyed that episode too and it, yeah. it performed really well like people enjoyed it exactly and i'm looking forward to going and checking them out live mm-hmm. um I'm, oh yeah you know they they supported me with my merch with with the 817 funky town um gear uh, that I gave you. And, yeah, yeah, um, he hooked it up, folks. I've got uh, eight one seven Funky Town shirt, and then what was the other one? The patch and the sticker. Oh yeah, well, oh, the other shirt. And then the the Lone Star Fleet. That Lone that we, Star Fleet. Yes, that's actually a, a project of mine. Um, that's got a, a sci-fi uh, nerdcore twist to it with you know a mix of like star trek star wars now what is this space balls you told me it was a project but what are we doing with it it's an album like okay uh, so uh, i've got it on all the like the major outlets uh, um spotify pandora definitely yes apple um and i've that's probably one of i think only three albums i've got out there on the the major outlets i've got a, a ton of singles out there under the mark spitz name uh, but yeah, that Lone Star Fleet—that's um, one of my—that's one of my favorites, near and dear to my heart. Um, and you know, thank goodness that Obi Wan Kenobi uh, premiere uh, came out last night. Did you see it? Yes, I watched it. I watched it uh, in two parts. I, I watched the first part, went to the gym because I was like, if I sit here and watch part two, I'm not going. <laughs> so it kind of motivated me to get out the door, and I came back and watched the second part. I'm ready for him to start kicking ass, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I, I kind of like how they set it up, like you thinking maybe this is going to have a lot to do with Luke, right. and they kind of flipped it. Spoiler alert, folks. We no, might get into this. Yep. So I'm not going to say anything more than that. But <laughs> Well, I do want to tell people if they haven't seen it, you, it, it starts off with a real interesting twist, because Obi-Wan was bad enough to take out young Darth Vader, right? I mean, he chopped his ass up, threw him into the lava. He was a badass. He was one of the most powerful Jedis, and then whenever they... Uh, introduce reintroduce you to obi-wan in the obi-wan kenobi series he's just he's burnt 
out. You can see it on his face. And they used the same actor that played Obi-Wan 20 years ago. Ewan McGregor, yes, definitely. Yeah. It, it, and I was so glad that they were able to pull that off. So, But anyway, he just yeah, looks... I thought it was, I thought it was pretty brilliant, um, but... At the same time, yeah, he's just he's done basically. Yeah, he's downtrodden. He's he's, he's, he's working the, a nine the to fight, five. The o- the, yeah, like, he's like the fight's over. Yeah, like, he just you know basically stay hidden. Um, I was like, yo, this is interesting. Um, oh. Yeah, I don't, pretty pretty cool. I'm looking forward. I don't to, think that's to the too rest. bad of a spoiler, but no, no, I mean, no, no, no. I mean, I think that's that's we didn't give them anything that yeah. they don't already know. I'm pretty sure that's cool how it started <laughs> off. So that's all. Yes. So okay, so um, Minnesota is where you're from. Definitely, Land of Lakes. Can you kind of walk me through that and and then your journey to Fort Worth and, and yeah, how uh, that all unfolded? So born in uh, like Minneapolis suburbs, uh, St. Louis Park, just outside of Minneapolis, Lake Calhoun kind of area. Moved here or to the DFW area at a very young age, uh, six years old. Uh, didn't get to didn't get to live the Minnesota life too too long, but uh, well, I can tell because you can say Minnesota like a Texan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and my sister would be like, you, you, you talk to her. She definitely, uh, yeah. Uh, she spent a lot more time up there than I have. Throws uh, that, throws that accent in there. Yes, Minnesota. <laughs> um, you know, as a kid, you don't want to, you don't want to move from where you're at. So right. for me, it was like. I, I thought it was kind of tra- traumatizing, um, and then it probably too, it has to be right because Minnesota's got to be absolutely beautiful. Yes, I've never been. But, yes, it is. And um, this part of Texas, I love Texas. I love Fort Worth. I'm not moving. I'm going to stay here until the day I die. But it's it not. Be, it's the landscape around here is not very attractive. It can be brutal <laughs> to like outsiders that are used to something else. Right. I mean, yeah. And for me as a kid, like I was not ready to leave where I was comfortable. My friends, my we lived right like right on the outside of this little like kind of pond lake sort of thing and there was like this great park um where i played t-ball and all this like it was like this really cool neighborhood um left that and i'm like what what, what, i don't want to go but yeah so down here um i i I didn't i I didn't gravitate to it immediately but texas has allure and oh yeah we, just great people, um, and I love Fort Worth. Think, and then the you know yeah, you got your keep Fort Worth funky shirt on. Yes, That's sir. Cool. Shout out to James and Haven Zamets. Um, this is the gentleman you were telling me about. Does all yeah. your shirts? Well, no, no, no. Um, this is actually. Uh, the the dude who runs Fort Worth Funky, uh, keep Fort Worth Funky. That's actually uh, an old high school buddy of mine, James Zamets. Okay. Uh, this is a a company. They make they make merch, and they're just like uh, what I want to say. Just sort of um, community leaders. They host um, like fundraisers. Okay. Um, they are a lot uh, at a lot of these like arts sort of shows. Um, they used to be at the Arts Goggle pretty much like periodically every year. Um, so I've probably seen them. I just didn't realize it yeah and I, I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised you're not the so the the handlebar thing for the the, the bike mm-hmm. it was more of a handlebar mustache one of their first logos yeah was a handlebar mustache <laughs> and now it's actual bike handles yeah so this shirt is it, yeah this is kind of more of a classy kind of like old school it om- retro yeah it um, almost looks like they were kind of going for a fort worth longhorn type thing and that that i think that's also part of it as well just kind of plays into it and then also too that you know their keep fort worth funky was kind of like a um a playoff keep austin weird yeah um and yeah this is yeah this is my buddy james he went to martin high school with me in in south arlington 
I think I'm cool with funky. I saw what Weird did to Austin, so yeah, we'll just keep it funky. Well, and it, you know, we keep it funky, <laughs> and then you know, obviously people people refer to you know Fort Worth as Funky Town, you know, hence the the Funky Town 817. So, um, and I say I, I tend to say 817 a lot as opposed to 817. Yeah, but you know, just for the record, 817, 817. There same, you go. Same. Yeah, <laughs> it spells the same thing. It's like my buddy at work. What does he say? It's um. Oh my god! Hold on, I'm just I'm I'm not gonna go there right now. My um, <laughs> trying to trying to draw off some uh some some work vibe. I don't need to go there right now. We're we're off the clock. Um, the inside work humor. Definitely, yeah. We'll uh we'll we'll not go there. But um, well, tell me a little bit about how uh, cause you, nowadays you're in the hip hop scene. You're a uh, an MC and uh, you're into that entire thing, and you're making your own music. Um, when did that start? You know, we we we've got the story up to you and the family moving to Arlington for work and uh, kind of how the community's grown over the years. But at what point did you start to dive into your artistic side? Well, I would say probably it went back to like as early as sort of like middle school, high school, um, you know, sort of banging on the, the cafeteria um, table and with with the buddies. But um, like then like for more like an art a, a writer kind of like songwriter kind of artistic standpoint i think that was maybe like high school when um like in certain classes creatively i would do things um more on a, like a rhythmic like a, a poetic sort of level um and were you going through like a scott staff stained uh kind of period in your life well <laughs> as, wait, wait, as, so as it seems like most kids did <laughs> Hold on, you, this is something I'm, I may not be familiar with. It's Scott Staff, that's uh, the uh, Creed guy. You, you, you know, you had that oh, whole okay. that whole genre of music, Creed and Stained, and there's a few other bad ones that I'm not gonna remember. Well, but I would say I come from a little bit older generation where a lot of my influence was like in terms of that type of music was more of less like the the Tool, the Corn, Nirvana, um, Nirvana. Yeah. Um, Rage Against the Machine. Okay, yeah. um, stuff like that. Yeah, I was um, right in the middle of all that. Okay, <laughs> so it, 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 we're probably similar aged. Yeah. Um, I we we can get into the details on that later, but um, <laughs> we, I'm not ashamed. Well, exactly. Uh, and I've been around, like I, I've been around, um, and I'm I'm not ashamed to admit it. I think that's maybe something that gives me a leg up, um, maybe creatively or artistically. Um, and so yeah, who knows? I. I'm not. I'm not stopping anytime soon. Um, just because it's it's something that I love doing, and even if I don't, maybe like have some sort of like super success to where I can just completely make a living off doing music or my art. Yeah, I'm still gonna probably do it until I can't do it anymore, just because it's a it's it's, it's a it's a nice outlet. Yeah. and that's how you I, know you love it, man. I mean, exactly. it's, I feel the exact same um, way about this podcast. I eventually would like sponsorship, but it doesn't matter if I get it or not. This is going to keep going. So. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and shout out. Uh, and also shout out to uh, speaking of sponsorship, shout out to my buddy Brent. Um, I was I was going to that was part. Well, well, I was trying to see if he could maybe come into the fold here. He wanted to maybe be a part of this. Let's um, get him on next time. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, one of my buddies um, that I ran into, and he's he's been a, a strong supporter. Um, and what's he what's he got going? Well, well, he like he he was you know he 
he was talking about maybe hopefully um, you know, helping helping sponsor if I if I needed some help down the go. road if 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 he liked uh, the direction and like I said um, you know it I took a little bit of time off um, to try to get a few things together and now that I'm kind of like back um, in a good in a good spot um, yeah. I'm like you. I, I'm looking for sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, because this, you know, it, it definitely investing in yourself, uh, creatively and musically, it's um, it's expensive. Um, oh so. shit! Yep, it sure is. And uh, Paul had asked me to ask you a few questions, and one of those was oh, awesome. Um, he, I guess, Shout is out under to late to the station. Late to the station, Paul and Carrie Smith. What's up? Um, one of the questions, kind of to segue what you're talking about, he wanted to know why you don't sell your albums and i don't know if you do or not but he's under the impression that you're not making money off of well that is true so um pretty much like kind of like i gave you a copy of uh, fat gold chains which is one of my only albums that you can get kind of like physically if y'all are looking at the youtube video i'm holding it up for you um he made this it's beautiful. I have several copies. If you know how to get in touch with me, you can get one, and I I sell them kind of on a hand-to-hand basis. There was a weird sort of quirk um, with some of the people creatively involved to where I felt a little more comfortable doing something on a more like grassroots sort of like hand-to-hand basis as opposed to making it available for the world and marketing it kind of on a larger basis. And so... Oh, okay. Um, I I think I still may do that eventually. Um, if I can do it in the right way, yeah. And everybody that was involved in that is cool with that, um, right? But that I mean that that was like a really unique and um, awesome project for me. It involved a, a guy that I went to to college with, um, and he had got signed to a label uh, that was a subsidiary of Koch Records. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with Koch Records, but they were uh, like the Bay Area, um, and they did a lot of like hip-hop acts that were former, formerly kind of famously signed to larger labels right. that had sort of moved on and got re-signed to Koch and you know had like an album or two sort of deal. Sounds like and, a lot of legal shit. Yes, and, but <laughs> long story short, Koch Records was was kind of cool. They kind of revitalized dudes' uh, careers that had sort of like been off the radar a little bit in terms of like the hip hop um, world. And um, I would say that was kind of like in my college years or whatnot, um, in my formative years. And that's when I like that's when I got into the hip hop. You were asking me, it was like that when I, I creatively it was kind of earlier than that but when i got serious into the hip-hop it was when i got to college and i met one of my buddies broderick um who was serious about hip-hop had a vast hip-hop knowledge had a very striking resemblance to rock him which <laughs> is like one of the hip-hop gods okay um uh if you've ever heard of a group called eric b and rock him um yeah um rock him is got a very very noticeable face and my buddy broderick had a almost a striking resemblance and when i worked at 97.9 the beat out of college um, which was the hip-hop station here in dfw um still is as far as i know um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's also where that kind of helped a little bit of you know help propel some of my hip-hop 
ventures was working at 97.9 the beat um but uh there was this event that was um, sponsored by reebok uh reebok was trying to do this whole reebok classic marketing campaign um and they had this event where rakim made an appearance and i brought my buddy broderick to them and everybody was asking my buddy broderick if he was like rakim's brother trying to get some signatures yes. and autographs uh, it was it was just <laughs> it was just it was the it was the coolest thing and for my buddy broderick like that was his that was his guy and so it was pretty cool to have him at that event yeah um be able to facilitate that and um you know he got to meet one of his hip-hop heroes and right. you know for me too it was just it was awesome um but yeah it was that was a little tidbit into that, and I guess I kind of teased the fact that I used to work at ninety seven nine the beat the yeah, I was, station um, here it's, in DFW. It's on the notes here. Um, I was going to get into that. So, at, at what is this straight out of college? You, yeah, you got was, a job with them? Well, I I interned. Um, it was like one of my last semesters at UNT uh, okay. in Denton. Interned with ninety seven nine the beat. I guess I I impressed and they offered me a job after the internship. I accepted. Pretty much had my choice of like what I could have done, and I chose to do so, like one of the more entry level things. Which I guess looking back, I was like I could have maybe played that differently. But <laughs> um, long story short, I ended up getting quickly into a better like more coveted position in kind of like production and programming that I was more like suited to as opposed to kind of like the more like grunt work out in the streets as like the street team uh, promotions that I initially kind of started out doing. Is that where you earned your title of radio personality? Yeah. And uh, what were you doing out there on the streets? I was I was boy wonder. I was fighting <laughs> I was fighting hater radio. Um, Dude, with, that sounds with, really familiar. Yeah, boy wonder, and I was I was I was fighting hater radio with Big Tex. Um, that was that was the dude who basically coined my name. We were out. It was one of my first shifts ever. We're out there um, in the street team vehicle, the ninety seven nine Escalade with the rap on it. Um, I think we were like giving out tickets to like little uh, like a little bow wow concert or something. Okay, yeah. So that's the, I, I'm showing my age here. <laughs> um, little bow wow. Yeah. So um, whatever happened to that guy? Uh, he's still sort of famous. Okay. Um, I guess uh, he's. But yeah. So long story short, we're out there giving out tickets to a concert. Big Tex is on the phone. He said, hey, you know, he's one of those call-ins where they're like, hey, we're going to go out to Big Tex. He's out in the streets here right now uh, with concert tickets to Little Bow Wow. Um, and then they go out to Big Tex and he's like, hey, I'm out here in the streets with uh, with Boy Wonder. It's Big Tex and Boy Wonder. We're out here fighting Hater Radio. We got tickets to Little Bow Wow. And then it was like, we get back to the station. Everybody's like, oh, Big Tex and Boy Wonder. Like, it was like this, oh, like, oh, great. Boy wonder. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty fun time in your life. Well, yeah, it was it was it was pretty cool, but also being like one of the only white guys at the station, it was like white <laughs> you know, white boy wonder, you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah, I got it. It was it was it was crazy, but it was like it was it was a it was a great time in my life. It was very fun and exciting. Um great yeah, great time in my How life. How long did uh did all that go on with Boy Wonder and Take Your Time? That's the second time you've gotten your beer in your hand. I don't wanna disrupt another drink. Oh no, no, like <laughs> any time. Um and you know, shout out to Guinness. Thank you for providing tasty Not beverage. A sponsor. Uh, adult. <laughs> exactly. Although they could be because I'm a huge Guinness fan. Oh, well, excellent. Um, yeah, and they make a good adult beverage, and I would like to visit their factory someday, the I, original one. I think that uh, isn't the parent company Harp? I, 
I don't know that. I, I just either I, either Harp is a kind of a, like a subsidiary of Guinness or vice versa. Either way, um, yeah, it's one of the only light beers I like is Harp. Yeah, and I'm I'm cool with Harp too. And and that's usually like I, I think if you were to get a black and tan, mm-hmm. um, what they would I guess technically consider like a black and tan that would be Guinness and Harp. Yeah, Harp would be the the tan yeah. of the of the black <laughs> tan um guinness being the black um but yeah so were um, you excited that yingling made its appearance here in texas yeah i kind of like that um and so you mentioned yingling i'm wearing a hat um and it says shells which brewers that yeah. shells is a brewery in minnesota <laughs> which yingling is the oldest brewery in america uh-huh Shells is the second oldest. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, and, I wouldn't uh, know anything yeah. about Yingling, but I spent six months in Virginia uh, at a helicopter school, just Virginia. learning how to work on them. And um, that you know, everybody's like, "Ooh, Yingling! Make sure you bring some back." I'm like, "Won't well, just buy it your damn self." But you could only get it out there. You couldn't get it in Texas. Exactly. And so the whole time I was there, it was either Yingling or Harp. Yeah, and. When I got I, back, you could get hard, but you could get Yingling. And now you now you got both here. Um, that's that's the world we live in now. It's like pretty much these little things that are, only exist in certain pockets kind of end up making their ways to the like mass communities, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love if Shells, you know, now that Yingling is out there. Get with the program, Shells. Yes, shells, please <laughs> get some beer down here in the DFW or at least somewhere close to where I can like make a road trip or something and make it worth my while. But um, yeah, Shells has some pretty dang good beers as well. And uh, yeah, just like interesting history behind them. So they're the second oldest brewery behind Yingling. Um, one of the weird little parts of their, like the the, the town that they are out of or you know geographically it was like in like a a, an indian community okay a native american indian community on a reservation yes well like i said it goes back i I guess i gotta check check the full history but basically they were tech the 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 brewery being white folk they were still pretty much kind of like technically infringing on what was native american indian territory yeah but the only reason they got by was because they were given some of the the brew to the to the tribes exactly yeah. and they were so they they were cool yeah that every out. everybody <laughs> all other white people apparently in the area did not fare so well oh wow yes at one point there was an uprising so and this is is this mid to late 1800s yes that that's not like i'm pretty sure it was like yeah yeah we're we're just gonna go ahead and go with mid to late um I, i'm not gonna try to put any sort of um yeah, we, stamp um nobody specifically is. but yeah it was that's how far it goes back but yeah they, they tell that story if you take the tour at, at shells um that pretty much only the <laughs> only the family connected to the brewery survived the uprising <laughs> Thank oh good God. thank thank goodness they were making good beer. So, so you know, tell that story next time somebody says beer's not good for your health. Exactly. It certainly was for those folks. <laughs> that is for damn sure. <laughs> oh Lord. So yes, um, too soon. 
no it's great um bro i feel like yeah this 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 convo is going you know pretty smoothly that was um, great yeah, yeah. Uh, like i told you before we even started recording i i appreciate everybody's time that comes on the show and Definitely. that's an incredible guest thank you so much for having me but sometimes uh, i sit down with somebody like mark spitz and it just the conversation just flows i don't have to do any work and those are the exactly. best kind of conversations yes um, <laughs> not that it's ever work for sure and if this conversation was to happen with pistol pete rose it might sound a little different there might be a little bit more of a, a texas draw and uh <laughs> now you're that is your uh that that would be like the alter ego yeah that's your alter ego yes so tell me about that guy what what's he doing so he um he's he's still creating a lot of stuff there's there's still like some unfinished business with with pistol pete rose where did he get his start um oh my goodness it was it was shortly after the 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 mark spitz conception um con yeah <laughs> but yeah I, I would say it was like shortly after that i was you know i've i've, I've got um very very strong hip-hop roots and you know a lot of my hip-hop heroes have alter egos and i'm like yeah i want to i want to do that <laughs> um, I want to create music under a different name and do something like different than the other thing that I'm doing and talk about different stuff and like just basically take a whole different approach, say things that I wouldn't normally say. Because Mark Spitz, I would say, is more, it's more like me. Um, my middle name is Mark uh, Spitz, like raps mark mark raps mark spitz and then obviously there's a um there's the play on mark spitz the swimmer um who won the seven gold yeah um, i pulled some of 72. that up too that's with a z though spitz yes. with a z yeah so that he was basically <laughs> mike phelps before mike phelps yeah um yeah i yeah, got that mark's whole history list and trying to find you online now that i'm kind of back financially on my feet it feels good to be able to kind of resort not only financially back into the music but you know be able to put some time and effort back into it and um got a little bit of a boost obviously with texas roots giving me um giving me a little bit of shine and um my, my dude paul for investing in some some merch so I'm, I'm i've been motivated to kind of uh get the hustle back flowing uh, a lot of things are kind of happening right now and like i said there's a lot of still unfinished business with pistol pete rose and mark spitz um creatively and musically um i would say probably realistically there's two to three projects that i have been cooking up for pistol pete rose that I would like to get finalized and released here within the next six months to a year. Okay. Well, make sure you let me know because we'll be happy to blast that out now that you've been on the show. Oh, People yeah. People know who you are. We'll help you out with that. Um, now, are you planning on doing anything with uh, with your buddies as far as live events? Um, Is that in the works? When can we see Pistol Pete, man? Man, that, that, <laughs> see, that's and that's that's the hard part of it too. Is like um, I need to once, like whenever you're wearing all the hats, like you know, yeah. Um, it, it it's definitely a process because obviously you 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 need to create the music. You have, you need to find the motivation to create the music. Then you create the music that takes money um, and an investment there, time and effort monetary then once you've got the music created then you got to get it out there the marketing it's a lot the advertising yeah. um and that's when 
hopefully you can you can get out there and do some shows so maybe um uh, with some of my buddies out there that i know that have been continuing to perform during the hard times and are still going at a pretty um feverish pace with 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 performing getting booked and whatnot i'm gonna try to see if you know, if I can maybe piggyback and, and, and try to get something going on there because I would like to get back out there and do some shows um, under both the Mark Spitz and Pistol Pete Rose thing. And if I can get double booked, that'd even be even better. <laughs> Hell, if you're um, putting it on, they can't stop you. Well, exactly. <laughs> and, but that, 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 that's the other thing, too, is like um, so, me and some of my creative friends, rapper friends, if you want to call them, we've gotten a little obviously savvier um over the years and a little bit more knowledgeable and i i got to a point where unless i was pretty much getting a call to be booked for a a, a show for like a major artist if i'm if i'm gonna open up for 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 somebody that's out there and has a decent fan base or something like that yes most likely i'm probably going to seize that opportunity well, i tell you what if you decide to kick off either a one day two day event whatever it is a festival or otherwise i got three really powerful people that have been on the show that i, I think i'd really like to set you up with two of them uh one of them is the artist trigger he's a rapper in, in the fort worth area you might know him i don't okay. know and then uh, our next guest trigger uh, trigger yeah okay uh excuse me there's no r at the end it's trigger I messed that up. Trigger. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and then we got Shaq Mac, who's coming on at three uh, after you and I get done here today. But he's he's another incredible hip hop artist. Oh, nice. And uh, he's right here in Fort Worth as well. And then the other guy that I would point towards is Joe Guzman. Now he's on an entirely yes. different uh, spectrum, but he just put out the uh, festival, and I tell you what, man, that was a hit. Okay. I mean, I, the turnout was incredible, and it's because of Joe Guzman and the people that he surrounded himself with. Yes, so, and I'm pretty sure me and him are already sort of like connected awesome. online Very or like good. social media-wise, but yes. He is um, a smart dude, but he's just a really chill dude, and uh, I, I, on, on a personal level, I just, I'm really glad that I got connected with that dude because, uh, you know, you, you were talking about getting up in age. The long, the older I get, the more important good people are to me. So exactly, um, he's he's one of the good guys. So if yeah, he, if I, I know he'd be overwhelmingly happy to just uh, give you a few bits of information or maybe be hands on even if you had something you wanted him to help you. Well, with. yeah, we need to, you know, we need to make that happen. Yeah. Better you take care of yourself you know more you get out yourself so it's hard it's hard <laughs> doing it right there yeah so uh, i uh, i take little breaks may was a no beer month for me otherwise i'd be partaking with you right now but well yeah i, I just I, take I, little I, breaks <laughs> you got to um but yeah uh i i, I try i tried to offer you um some 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 gifts devil uh, juice <laughs> in may it's devil juice oh shoot but yeah um i think one of my one of my other buddies. It was. It, I, I, is that is that is May like the the chosen month nah. to do it? Because I, I one of my other buddies. It was like May was the was the month. I just it, picked May because I had, I had been drinking a lot and I was like, all right, this is it. It was like April twenty sixth. It's it's my birthday month, right? So I'd really been tying oh, okay. on. Okay. There and you go. Somewhere at twenty sixth or twenty seventh, I was like, ah, no, no more beer until June. Let's do that. No doubt. So, and then when I set a goal like that, I really stick to it. Have you ever tried to do something like refrain from something for a while? Oh yeah. 
So I don't I don't know and if it, you've had this experience, but I keep having like reoccurring dreams. The closer I get to the end of May, I've, I've been having more reoccurring dreams, like where I fucked up and I accidentally took a shot or wow. drink a beer. Yes. And I'm like, damn it, I didn't make my goal, <laughs> dude. Like literally, you're just speaking to me right now. So um, yeah, that that that's happened to me at several occasions. Uh, but definitely one was when I was younger. I was trying to get a job. Um, and obviously, I was I was refraining from 420. Right. Yeah. I was I Got was to. taking all sorts of precautions, <laughs> being super 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 good. Um, I want to say it was like the night before, either either the night before or like two nights before the test. Uh huh. I have a dream that I grab it and actually inhale, and I'm like, oh shit, what did I just do? <laughs> yeah. I gotta take a test. Blah blah blah. Wake up like, oh shit, it was a dream. Okay, yeah, yeah, I should yeah. be, you know, blah blah blah. But your body works in a weird. So I ended up failing, failing the test. Um, Are you yeah. serious? Yes. From your dream weed? Yes. Damn. Um, the, the dream, <laughs> the dream weed got me. Um, don't, 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 don't accept and inhale uh, the dream weed uh, if you got a <laughs> if you got a real actual test the next Man. day because you will fail. <laughs> Well, pretty um, soon that shouldn't be a problem. I I don't think that CDL drivers like myself will ever be able to partake as long as we are holding a CDL. But um, Rhode Island just, uh, I believe, passed a bill and legalized it. So we're at like 38 states inside the U.S. that have in in one way or another legalized wow. it, either medically, medicinally, or uh, recreational. Recreational. I mean, there's so anyway. Wow. Somebody better get with the program. That's. I'm just gonna keep buying up stock and weed. It's gonna happen one day, sure, surely, surely. Man, <laughs> I can't smoke it, but I can, I can buy it on the New York Stock Exchange. So, man, it's good enough for me. That's all the excitement I need out of old Mary Jane. Oh, dude, <laughs> she's she's good people. Um, yeah, I, I I even forgot we were kind of like filming here this whole time. I've just I've been so comfortable with the the, awesome. the rapport, the conversation, and I didn't realize too that we got a blinking red light that means that we are on air and being That's filmed. That's good. Um, That's the way I want it, Mark. Oh yeah, and then we we I guess we never even touched on the subject of that. But well, let's do that before we get out of here, because in the in the background, what I had pulled up uh, was uh, Mark Spitz YouTube channel, and it's got the Bushwick Bill of the Ghetto Boys. I don't know, maybe you want to explain that to us. Yeah, that's that's one of my little videos that I posted um, nine years ago. Yeah, it was like when I was down in South uh, South by Southwest Austin Texas um, which does it say what year no so just says nine, nine years, years ago. ago so yeah it was <laughs> obviously it was a while but 20, 2013 thank goodness Bush Bushwick was still around then and I ran into him that same day but it was earlier in the day <clears throat> is this Bushwick Bill this is the, the real Bushwick Bill from from Ghetto Boys. Here, standing by the cab. Yeah. Okay. So I I was at South by Southwest. I was hanging with my buddy Kilo Artifacto, um, and we we were right off I thirty five, pretty much kind of close to cl- close to Sixth Street. Yeah. It was you know that area. Right, right there. There was a big concert series that was like going on there. They had everything like roped off, fenced off. Kilo was like, yo, I'm I'm gonna take off early. I'm not really feeling this. I'm going home. I was like, you know what? Our buddies are about to perform at this at this little thing that they got going on here. I want to check this out. 
um, he ends up leaving. Bushwick Bill pulls up in this like old school drop top convertible from like 1950 or like it was old. And he had these glasses on where he had like one of them knocked out and um, the other one was was covering his bad eye. And um, I I was like, yo, Bushwick, what's up? Huge fan. Let me get a picture. Got a picture with him. He's like, hey, Mark Spitz, you know, cool, blah, blah, blah. Just like very quick passing. And I was like, all right, that, that that's like a good sign. I'm sticking around. I stuck around. My buddy Bodega Brothers performed. Uh, leading up to um, Ghetto Boys performing along with Ultramagnetic MCs, which it was kind of like a reunion concert because apparently Ultramagnetic MCs and Ghetto Boys performed very early on in both of their group careers up in New York, and it was like a huge thing and created this bond. So years later, they revisit that at South by Southwest. My buddies, Bodega Brothers, get to perform... um, open up for him bodega brothers is head crack um keynote and travi the seventh um which i used to work with all those guys at 97.9 the beat okay um though they're all 97.9 the beat original employees that we were kind of like the original crew and they went on to do some good things and head crack like is pretty famous now he hosts um dish nation and um, he still hosts radio shows and just, you know, pretty much celebrity status there. But um, stuck around for that show. After that show, amazing night, amazing concert, all types of cool stuff. Going into like a Seven Eleven that was kind of on the outskirts. Um, very late night. It was probably like 2, 3 in the morning. And I stumbled across Bushwick again. And he, at that point after his performance or whatnot and he's he's in this random 7-eleven he he was pretty much out of it but it was like i got to re reconvene with him i was like hey mark spitz i've met you earlier we we got the picture blah 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 like amazing show the whole nine and he obliged me to let me film him and he plugged me markspitz.com the whole nine and that's awesome like just super super cool super genuine and even though it was like he was pro- like I, I didn't even know if he made it home safely that night yeah. um and it was just like this is kind of like one of my hip-hop heroes and like after we had that like face-to-face encounter and and that just it was it was super important to me like i kind of was like well w- where's bushwick going is he okay because like and i've i've heard a lot of stories about that dude just he he wiles out and you know (laughs) ends up doing some weird stuff and um like even like to my days at 97.9 like travi from bodega brothers he told me a story about bushwick when he was in town uh visiting the radio station one time and like he ended up kind of going off the radar and they had to find him and it was just this this whole weird dilemma but um I got I got to meet meet the dude in person before he passed and it was a super it was a super cool experience and he like was super supportive of me and just like treated me like the next the next rapper um you know what I mean next it was big it, deal it, yeah it was it was super cool and it was like he 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 whether he actually knew me or he didn't like it was like he acted like he did he melt he made me feel 
important and um that was that was pretty cool for him to do because he didn't have to do that so um yeah shout Very out to bushwick cool. and his son um i've actually been in contact with his son um he's a cool cat too um is he in the uh, hip-hop scene now yeah he is um i don't know on like what sort of scale he's still trying to pursue endeavors at but i um i at one point just kind of reached out to him to see if he wanted to work with me and he was uh he was interested but things didn't things didn't end up panning out but yeah you know yeah maybe you know, a connection in the future exactly exactly but his yeah like i said his son's cool and it's, a, it's it, they've got they've um they've got a very uncanny resemblance um bushwick and his son um but yeah he's a cool he's a cool cat um but uh, so we we black we, we we blacked out on we the blacked uh, out the screen yeah well hey brother um let's tell people where they can find your stuff it'll be in the show notes but i always like including it in the recording definitely um so i i don't want to misspeak here because it, it would it was Pull always it conventionally uh mark com. um i need to i need to just just check to see if we're still in business here so ig is that the place yeah i think ig would be the place you could you know search mark spitz um with an s folks yeah mark spitz with an s and did not win seven gold medals in the olympics not yet anyway but yeah so <laughs> let's see here mark spitz one six like so mark spitz 16 um if you're looking me up on instagram or uh pistol pete rose um is it pistol pete rose six nine now yeah pistol pete rose six nine uh <laughs> on instagram as well if you're looking for the alter ego and you know i've got those funky town 817 um 817 shirts stickers patches i got like combo deals can, um, can they find links to that on instagram to buy your merch yeah and okay. then they can also you know pretty much on that merch they can either just kind of you know, like instant message me kind of dm or text me and I don't have any like links, like professional links at the moment to like purchase. Sure. Like, um, get a hold of you. Yeah. Pay you. It, it, it's get pretty. The shirt. It's pretty much on a grassroots level, but um, yeah. Well, until, I'll make sure all I, that's in the show notes. Yeah, until I get that uh, situated, um, that's the best way to do it. Well, and this so this being Memorial Day weekend, uh, is it too late for me to like speak on this like whole Top Gun thing? Um, no, this Maverick. Go right ahead. This Are won't you? this won't air for about a month and a half. But oh well, that's all. Well, <laughs> I mean that's all good. But I, it is. Yeah, I, I should set the they scene. They can here. refer back to what you know. Yeah. But yeah, today's um, May twenty eighth. We got Memorial Day coming up. Yep. Um. So yeah, and Top Gun just came out. The the new Maverick one. Yep. Um, have you seen it? No, I have not. Um. But I know there was a lot of hoopla, you know, the fact that they were releasing it on Memorial Day weekend, which is like that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I wasn't like a huge fan of the original. Uh, when I was when I when I was a kid and I played soccer, like my soccer team, they had um, they had basically adopted the Top Gun theme song, <laughs> the the Highway to the Danger Zone, as nice. their as their um, as our as our theme song, and so we won like the championship that year and stuff it was like but yeah I, I wasn't a big top gun guy but yeah i think i'm gonna have to check it out um i want to see it i want to see it just i mean they're like it love it hate it whatever it is absolutely undeniably a piece of american cinema like history. tradition history whatever yes. it 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 broke the mold in a few different categories 
It was really a cool wish, ass flick. I really wish Val Kilmer would have been a part of it. He's or in rough been. shape, dude. Yeah, I'm, he's in real rough shape. I think. Don't quote me on this. I think he's got a pipe hanging out of his throat right now. Oh my goodness. I don't know if he got better. I don't know if that was something he could get better from. But there's a whole documentary about yes, the him falling have, apart. Have you seen the documentary? I can't watch it. I can't. I don't want to see it. Well, I don't know what I that thought, says about I, me, but I don't want to watch well, it. Well, no. So like, because he was like one of my heroes. Like yeah. I, I love that dude. Like, mm-hmm. like he was <laughs> dude. Like one of my favorite actors. Uh, so many awesome roles that that dude played in. But um, I thought I, like at first I was like, yo, this is gonna be. Like I don't, I don't want to watch it. I was kind of like you. I was yeah. like, "Yo, no, just keep me away." But I, I'm really glad I took the time to watch it because, yeah. it, like, it's it, it is really good. It's 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 a like I, I want to say it's like a tough watch on a, on a level, but it's like a very gratifying watch as well. Um, and the son, his son, literally sounds almost exactly like Val, really? and he he does the you know the the narrating or the commentating on on the documentary oh, wow. and so okay. it's like it's like almost like you're you're listening to Val but it's his son yeah. and it so so it, it's it's good it's it's fucking good I, I was like yeah at first I was I was like man I don't know if I want to watch this but I I was very thankful that I did so if you're yeah. a Val fan check it I might um, have to check it out I watched The Saint tough. a couple nights ago you remember The Saint yes really good Val Kilmer movie kind of a little cheesy but that's well, good. and it was that was one of those that like it was kind of like highly anticipated, I think, at the time, and mm-hmm. it got like really bad reviews or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, so you you got me kind of like wanting to revisit that it's, one. It's on uh, one of the streaming site. services. I can't remember which one. It's probably Amazon Prime. Okay. Yeah, if you got Prime. But uh, Saint, you, you know, every, every bit of information that I had in my young head about Russia came from that movie like that is what russia is to me because of that movie well and, <laughs> and so, it's highly fictional too you know like it's that's, it's funny you say that because like for me it would be like old james bond movies was oh, like, that I, too. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like all, they were always dealing with the russians well mark so let's, like, let's um, keep having beer and let's hang out a little bit yeah let's, dude, uh, we let's, need to we need to you know continue this on another on another time bring um, your buddy with you next time and we'll do the all three of us we'll we'll do one of those yeah because we got know, lots of seats look at all these we'll seats. definitely got plenty of seats you like my uh, hodgepodge of uh, i love it and look i mean at all the, the different colors <laughs> the fort worth roots motif and yeah. you know and the regalia in full in, in, in its full prominence i love it i want to um, get a life raft uh not a life raft uh you know the traditional navy like red and white uh lifesavers that you can throw to somebody yes. if they go overboard I want to put that on the wall because this is I keep calling this the lifeboat like this is just the in-between studio I dig it <laughs> let me get you out of here for now we're, we're going to stay we're going to drink beer we're going to hang out but uh, yeah, I'll go ahead sure. and say goodbye uh, to our friends at Fort Worth Roots and then uh, next time you're on bring your friend and we'll, thank you uh, we'll so do much another for having hangout. me and um, next time yeah. I'll have a beer with you well, definitely, and uh, you know that way it won't be the month of May, and you can you know you can indulge. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, check me out on uh, on any of the the major. Um, what I want to say, uh, <laughs> your social medias, your yeah, YouTube's, the the, the Spotify's yeah. of the world, and um, you know in the meantime, you know peace, love, and hip hop. There you go, Mark. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, thank you so much. All right, and we'll have all those details in the show notes. Fort Worth Roots listeners, thank y'all for being here, and I will see you next week. Peace. peace.
A huge thank you to our guest today, Mr. Mark Spitz, Pistol Pete Rose, Boy Wonder. Thank you for being on the Fort Worth Roots podcast. The hip-hop community here in Fort Worth feels just a little bit underrepresented, so I've been leaning hard into the hip-hop community. Whenever Carrie and Paul Smith suggested having uh, Mark on the show, I, it, it was an absolute yes. Uh, I would never tell those two no anyway, but I was really excited to get this one uh, recorded and out to you guys. So, And Mark, thanks again. Please come back on the show. Uh, talk more about Lone Star Fleet. I've got a lot of tags to put in the uh, show notes, links for y'all to click on. And uh, we're going to play some music for you here in just a second. What else? Guys, gals, July 15th, the Funky Panther Podcast Boys out at the Panther Island Brewing, uh, whatever, their 100th episode celebration. Be there, 7 p.m. It's going to be fun. And then, yeah, more details about our thing as that rolls out. Saturday, September 10th, out there at Pouring Glory. It's going to be a blast. I want you to put that on your calendar right now. You're invited. You got to show up. (laughs) Thank y'all for listening to the Fort Worth Roots podcast. And if you have any roofing issues, you better, you already know who to call. Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck. RoofingSolutionsHouck.com. That will be in the show notes for the rest of uh, forever, I think. Darren, thank you. And thank y'all for listening. And I'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.
flames that has kept burning since the beginning of civilization, you represent that fire. You and I are just a small part of God's plan. The evil men of this world have applied every method possible to deceive its occupants. And each time, greater success than anticipated. Overseas violence, no more peace. Everybody wild and swore in the streets. Clap if you hear me all really, please. We are trapped in billion islands. We're prone to violence. Yep. Peaceful protests turn into riots. We won't be silenced. A voice of the voiceless. Fist full of steel and some difficult choices. Wake up, my check. Testify on a bomb track. Know your enemy. We got to take the power back. Take the power back. All the haters, y'all agitators. Settle for nothing now. Settle for nothing later. Truth is, we all play a grave role in our own destruction. Your money. Your lifestyles.